Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, welcome to Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby. I'm David Thetford. That's Gary Ashby. He's back from Rio Doso. <laughs> yeah. You were made gone. It, made it sound like I've been gone for a month. I just, just <laughs> slipped off for a two-hour show. Well, it's been two weeks since we've seen you on the show. Which is pretty peculiar, a two-hour show on when a day we, we could have had a three-hour show. I know show. It. We just don't. We just, well, do, you know, we just do what we're told. What was funny about that is that we'd been told we had a two-hour show. And they were right. We ended up having that. <laughs> they were <laughs> yeah, right. They were exactly correct. <laughs> but we could have had a three-hour show. But what was interesting was I had the Lady Raiders, the 93 ladies in here. Mm-hmm. And then Brad Moran shows up, who's kind of in charge of everything. Well, I would think, yeah. And he's not real cl- He's asking me, are, you, are y'all leaving? I go, yeah, we only have a two-hour show, and he didn't stop me. <laughs> I got I got questioned a lot over that this week. Well, there, you know, I know it. But well, I, I didn't even I, know I what was this, playing. Though, even on a normal deal, a one-hour pregame yeah. for a two-hour basketball game, God, it just seems like a lot. It's <laughs> like a lot of advertising. And we're doing so it again today. Like, today, yeah. we really do have well, a two-hour show. Yeah, assuming they play at 12. <laughs> I looked. I double checked it. You know. I, you know what messes everybody up, Gary. And this is drugs. Yep, it really does. Drugs will mess you up. Yeah, and, and uh, it's hard to deal with them. And I've I've quit. No, I never did them. But uh, I mean, if you booze, you lose. Yep. And if you're drunk, it's what else? Hard to go. But there's two. Is Eastern Standard Time? It messes yeah. everybody up. Yeah. They they see yeah. that one o'clock. And they go, oh, that's twelve our time when the actual time that's showing is Central time. Sometimes, and yeah. sometimes, and sometimes, so you don't ever know. You don't yeah. ever know what you're no, doing. You're exactly, and it's right. hard for us old people, all right, to keep it straight. So we'll just give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Big week this week, Poxatawney Phil. Yes, he did. He did see his shadow. He did see it. And that means six more weeks of or whatever. <laughs> six, you know, six what? weeks of winter. It would seem like if he saw his shadow. That means the sun's mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Unless there's lighting and stuff that's making him see his yeah. shadow. Um, it seems like that that would say, hey, yeah. sun's out, six more weeks. I, th- I think they based it on the fact that he saw his shadow the very first time, and then they had a horrible winter. I think they're blowing smoke up, I think it's all up a, a hoax. I like the movie, though. Because he's only been correct 47% of the time. Oh, well, then that's ridiculous. All right. That's you know, and I like that movie Groundhog Day. If you haven't seen that, you need to watch it. It's really good. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, Bill Murray. There's a picture of Poxatani's wife. It says, "This is Poxatani Phil's ex-wife." Does she have curlers in her hair? Yeah, she now lives in Florida (laughs) and said that Phil is a compulsive liar. Let me see her. So anyway, there she is. Yeah. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she's not that cute. No. For a groundhog. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's amazing. They've been able to pull that. That's almost like the Cowboys remaining America's team without winning for thirty years, We're fooling everybody. Yeah, they're like it's like magic. It's like I know it. It really yeah, is. Pox Conley Phil is is the Jerry Jones of the rodent world. Uh, it just goes to show you if you're if you're ever the team like the Cowboys were, you just stay the team. I guess forever. You can tell somebody tells you you're not. Well, you would think the Patriots would be the team. I would think so. They're red, white, and blue. Yeah, and, and they won a lot. They won a bunch of Super Bowls. They just needed Jerry Jones blowing the smoke. Yep. 
So anyway, I don't get it, but hey. I'm you know I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm. You do fine. this every time I leave town. You put on a good show. Make people well, think, I, hey, they don't need Gary. Well, I, they I have just, great shows when he's gone. I don't. I just don't want you to know that you know feel like you're holding us back. But yeah. No, you're fine. Well, tell everybody who you have. Well, I got see. I, I know I've got to get good people in here because I I got to have like ten people to replace you. Okay, you know you All can right, look at it that. that way. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, now then, tell them who you what's had on top of your head. I don't know. Oh, it's the little flop deal from inside. The, oh, does it look goofy? Well, no, it, I don't, it doesn't look goofy. But I thought you had the roller in your hair. I feel more professional now. Yeah. Well, right. last week on the show, we had Dr. Rob King and yeah. Sam Law. They did great. And they talked about Dr. Mike Lehman. We talked about some other things, but really it was a tribute to Mike Lehman. I was going to wear my pink yeah. HG Thrash fancy Dan thing on. Yeah. <coughs> out of a, tri <coughs> a tribute to Mike Lehman. He was a fanciest dresser. Pink, oh, my gosh. Mike Lehman wear that pink. That boy was a he, – he's got to be one of the greatest customers in the history of HG yeah. Thrash. Yeah. <laughs> If they, because they have all those colors, and Mike always. But Sam was, and Rob did a Doctor Rob King. Yeah, he did great. Did they a great did a great job. job. Sure I appreciate did. them coming in. Then we had Craig Snyder on the new uh, softball coach oh, at to uh, Texas Tech, and he was awesome. He was really glad and seemed to be glad to be on, and it was very nice to have him on. He did a nice Most job. Most people probably don't know this, but I played with Larry Hayes and Darren Hayes and Shannon Hayes, and we played. We went to like eleven or twelve national fast pitch tournaments in in a row and i loved fast pitch softball and i still love fast pitch softball it's a quick game it's an exciting game and i really hope he gets this thing going i like i listened to the interview and i, I really think He's, i like that old boy i do too he was really you know i want to meet him well he was going to come into the studio but he had a uh, something a, a good excuse yeah a wreck or something and and not on his way here but he and he was kind of recuperating a little bit he's fine he's he's no problem but he's he speaking of rex <clears throat> i'm gonna tie all this together rio dosa and rex okay my brother-in-law and his lovely wife karen driving to rio dosa mm -hmm. hit a hit a buck oh and they didn't just hit him he hit them i think he got the better end of the deal it didn't kill him mm, <laughs> I, I would say eventually <laughs> Well, that the know, they didn't like go up there and give him mouth to mouth. <laughs> Karen and Tommy not making an injured buck can still whip a yeah, an yeah. average. You don't man. want to mess with them; uh -uh. they'll hurt you. Yeah. So, but it, it messed the car up bad. Oh. Bad. I don't know if it's totaled, but it might be. I always worry about that when I'm coming back late through the you know been doing games down the oh, you yeah. know you just yeah and you would you don't even think there's deer everywhere down there, but there are. There's a bunch of them. Remember, I went to Mike Lane's mom's funeral and it's down in. I'm going to guess Sonora. Is Sonora down south? Yep. Okay, probably with Sonora. I'm not positive. My Let's mind. go with Sonora. But he's down there, and, and we, we would count it, and we'd hardly go a mile without seeing a dead deer on the side of the road. It's like, it's like Man. It's amazing. Well, that you mentioned, uh, Rex, and uh, our hearts and prayers go out to the Ropesville community, Ropes High School. They lost uh, – <laughs> One of their oh, seniors Lord. this week, and and a car wreck out in Wolforth, and and this brother I think is in serious condition. I haven't heard an update on him, but uh, he was the passenger in the car, and they were headed to school. And uh, you know those deals, and don't take this wrong out there, listening world. But when something like that happens, and one person dies and one person lives, I always hope that the driver died. 
Yeah. Because, you know, if the driver lives now, they've got that the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. If you're the passenger, you know, and everybody, but why don't you think they should all live? Well, I know that, but I'm just saying, yeah. if, if one of that them has to desire. die, I always hope it's the driver. I hear you. So they don't have to deal with that the rest of their life. And, and a couple of things about that young man who passed away from ropes. Unless I'm driving and it's you and me. Yeah. And then you'd want me to go. Well. <laughs> you'd feel okay about it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, a couple of things that happened. I, I commend Texas Tech for lighting their stadium in green. Yeah. In honor of uh, ropes. Ropes is a little. ropes. It's ropes high school. Ropes schools. But Ropesville, Texas. So they, they're the Eagles, but uh, that was really great of them to light up the stadium. The other thing, last night I went to Leveland to do the Estacado girls and boys against Leveland, and Leveland won both games, oh. by the way. Oh, so they probably good good games then. Yeah, they well, they were really good. I'll tell you. Unless you're Estacada, then. Yeah, well, Estacada. But Estacada's good, so I figured if Leveland beat them, they were good yeah, games. Yeah, it was good games. They were long, but it was it was good. <laughs> It took a long time, but so I get over there. And Only I, the announcer would notice that. <laughs> I see the uh, green shirts. The Estacada coaching staff, Tony Wagner, who's the head coach, they all had green shirts on and had the ropes logo on it. I mean, oh, it wow. was made up for that deal, and they wore those shirts. Hey, we live in a wonderful part of the world. Yeah. Wonderful part It was of really the world. cool that they did that, and I took well, some really pictures is. of it and uh, video of it. But uh, at, let me just tell you, the girls – the uh, Leveland girls are ranked number six in the state, and Estacado has played them. They've led most of the game. Estacado has. They played great, and they get down to the end of the game. There's four seconds, four point five eight seconds left, and they're tied at fifty two. David's painting a picture. And Estacado here. is Who's got the ball? is fouled. They're at the line, oh. and they've got a one and one. And it's tied. And it's tied. It was four point five eight seconds. So you got to really. I would I'm say your chances of you winning. You make one. You're probably going to win the game. Good chance. Yeah. It's even going to get better. They missed the front end. But a girl got get the, the rebound. Oh. And they shoot it again underneath. Get fouled again. Missed the shot. Now there's two point something seconds left. Estacado's at the line with two shots. Two shots. And all they got to do is make one with two something left. You know they're going to win the game. They miss them both. Well, they and, didn't. And that going, one girl did. And going to overtime. Well, I'm just trying to put her. She's a part of the team. Okay, all right. The team. Uh, they go into overtime and end up getting beat in overtime, oh. and that was the district championship. Oh, Leveland won the district championship. Well, and, and let me tell you, that's a small scale, but that that little girl yeah. might remember that the rest of her life. There were two different girls that missed, so that was good. Two of them can bear the burden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was go to counseling together. I was just like, make a free throw, yeah. and you're going to be tied. They'll be tied with Leveland for the district championship. I've and got one of those moments in my high school deal that I'll never forget. Yeah, it's probably what messed you up. Wake up. It's still. Yeah, it really, it really was. Yeah, you and Bill Buckner. All right, let's go on to a more pleasant thing, and then we're going to get back to the rest of the show. Before I forget, it's my father-in-law's birthday oh. today. Happy birthday, Chief. Happy birthday, Chief. Tom McMillan. I'm not going to say his age because I don't know it. I could He's older give than a rough us. estimate. Huh? He's older than us. Yes. And Pat Alderson. Yeah. Gigi's actually her birthday's a couple days ago, but we're celebrating it today. It's hard to even tell Big how old she is. Party for Gigi today. Gigi is like <laughs> oh, you can't even you have no idea how old she is. I know how she is. I know, but you would never guess it. Oh no. She's amazing. She ran out to Vegas by herself. <laughs> She was going to go with like her, with one of her buddies. 
and her buddy got sick or something. But I didn't keep Gigi from going. So anyway, I will say this: I went uh, to Danny Wren's service in Plainview yeah. on Thursday, and uh, at First Baptist Church in Plainview, Danny Wren, the legendary coach of the Plainview Lady Bulldogs, they won three straight state championships and got to the finals the next year. And they named the court in Plainview after him. Yeah, and uh, it, such a good man. It was it was a it was an hour and a half service, and it was one of those services you were going like, you wish it going. How longer. could you do it? How could you do it any quicker? Because there was so much to share, and it it was so good the way they handled it. And uh, I was proud to have been there and to get to to see. You know, he's a Seminole guy. They won state. They won state when he was at uh, Seminole playing basketball when he was a player. Then he goes to Plainview and wins up there. It's funny how that that works when you have success at a deal, and then you continue on, and because you've learned it right. Yeah, wherever he, he was, played he for Leland Caffey right. in Seminole, legendary coach too. Hey, we want to welcome Viking. Yeah, Viking's here. First strings in here today, boys. Scott, better known as. There's our show. We appreciate. It. There we go. I didn't know we were on. <clears throat> yeah, there we yeah, go. We're on TV. Oh, hey. we got a two-hour show today. Y'all take place at twelve and get at Baylor. Now, we've won two in a row. What's the line on the game? Yes. Have you heard? I don't know. Viking, you know the line? Uh, last time I saw, Baylor had the biggest line of the Big 12. There. It was like an eight and a, eight and a half point. Oh, eight I was going to say five. That's a lot, eight and a half. Of course, we were down 23 at home. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, well, and we won. Yeah, and everybody said, oh, did you leave? Did you leave? And oh, some people left and yeah. all that. And I went. But I do this win or lose. If, if my wife, Terry, if she doesn't go with me, I'll usually stay till half or a little bit into the second half, and then I'll go home. Yeah, because my wife's at home by herself. Yeah. So, so anyway, punisher. So it, <laughs> for that. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> at half, I <laughs> went up to the south end because I know I'm going to leave before the game's over, just because that's the mm-hmm. way I roll. And I, I sit up there, and I'm going to watch part of the second half. They get the tip, dribble like three times, and hit a three. This is Iowa State. Yeah. To put us down twenty whatever. Yeah. And so I just said, ah, time to go home. And was, I'll be darn. It was a little discouraging. They said it's one of the most bet on games because it was free money. They were giving free money. And the bookies hardly ever give free money. Mm-hmm. Tech was favored by a point and a half over a team that beat them by thirty six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure that one out. And get and they so got I double there. what I know and I don't I bet little bitty amounts, but I doubled my little bitty amount. <laughs> So I bet $50 on Iowa State. Yeah. So I lost $55 on <laughs> that's Texas so, Tech. That's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's, and half you're going, well, I've already what do they know? Go spend that money. <laughs> what do they know? I've already won that. We don't know. I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, but it looked like, uh, and, and, I'm, and, and, and I'm just being me, it looked like the Iowa State guy might have a, had a little tech money. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just dribbled down and threw it to the tech that. guy. It's just like you just, just like, <laughs> even the to, announcers go. I don't know. Y'all are gonna sure have to hurry if you're gonna catch that. us, huh? You're gonna have to hurry. They had to help us catch yeah, up. That's right. <laughs> they got to look at the scoreboard, going, "Hey, they're not gonna be able to do it on their own. We better <laughs> we'll, help them. We'll help them." <laughs> so, anyway. And it looked like the, the, the pressure that Coach Adams put us in. It, I'm telling you, you talk about work like a charm. Yeah, that may be how we need to play. Just. Make it ugly. Just let's just well, like, run everywhere. Like West Virginia, I almost don't even want to go to a West Virginia game. Yeah, because it's always just ugly basketball. Yeah. There's going to be fifty free throws, and 
High school basketball's you know, gotten that way. That's what took so long last night. Yeah, I figured that's it what just, it was. And you know the referees don't want because they don't want to be there anymore. And you, they're getting paid yeah. the same for an hour and a half game as they do a two-hour game. Yeah. Then one of the kids for Leveland threw up on the floor, <laughs> so we had to stop the game. <laughs> and we couldn't find towel, the bucket in the mop. Put over it and play around it. <laughs> it took forever to find the bucket in the mop. you think it'd be handy, no, but no. That, they only have one. Oh, and they had to go get it. It was yeah. at the junior high. So, <laughs> is over at the junior high. <laughs> evidently. <laughs> all, right, all right, real quickly, who else was on the show last week? Because we got guests uh, oh, coming in. Yeah, we had important the, guests. Yeah, we had the Lady Raiders that honor of the 30 year anniversary of the 93 championship team. And St- I'm just going to say their maiden names Stephanie Scott. She was yeah. a hoot. Mm-hmm, she Kim was. Pruitt. Kim was kind of quiet, but she's good. Great. And Nikki Heath. Nikki and Nikki's going to call us some more. She's coming back to Lubbock to do some music and stuff. Yeah. And then Lyndon Weiss, the assistant coach. Lyndon, coach Lyndon did a great job. He yeah. really did. He officed about five feet from me over there. Well, you're not going to want to miss who's coming up. That's right. I don't know who it is. Special guest. It's going to be fun. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. All righty. Hey, here today, that's Joe Heffley. And, uh, with this crew, yeah. I could give you a haircut, Garrett. I, I could. I used to do he that. He worked on Tanner. all of us. Yeah, <laughs> go to Joe if you want hair like ours. <laughs> He's the guy that can do. He's in the lower floor of the City Bank Building. Go see him. Tom Street Place at Thirty Fourth and Slide. It's it's been there since we were little kids. Before we were little kids, uh-huh. and at thirty at the same place, Thirty Fourth and Slide, Scarborough family. It's an iconic Lubbock business. They do a fantastic job. And they will help you. And it's time to be doing some things right now to your yard and landscape. So go see them at Tom Street Place, and they'll help you get it going. All right. We are back, and good to have you all in here today. Yeah, thanks for having us. JJ's been here a couple of times, and we about got the show fixed after he left. Finally, took a, <laughs> took a month or two. He takes up some airspace. Though. I know. Yeah. We finally got it fixed. But uh, it's it's good to have you all uh, here today, Brad. And Brad Ralston's here, and and we're going to he does do a lot of things Brad you really do but i know one of the big things you're doing right now is uh, red feather the new golf course yeah we're excited you oh know, he, he's garrett he's going to have to talk in that too yeah, no, this is Garrett, by the way. That's my son Garrett. This is his son yeah. Garrett. Hey, he's that's 12. enough about red feather. Let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about Garrett. <laughs> All right, Garrett is 12 years old, 6th grade. Where you go, go to school? school? Um Lubbock Cooper Middle. Lubbock Cooper Middle. Cooper Middle School. Play on the ballers and Cooper Hoopsters, right? Yep. Got a bunch of friends. They're pretty good. Yeah. You're pretty good? Yep. You like playing basketball? Yep. All right. You know I how too. you know how much your dad loves you? He he was not on this show one time because he's going to your ball game. And this is a big deal being on this show. Yeah. And he skipped it. He skipped it. After it's it over today, you'll go for a ball game. He was lying to me. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. I wouldn't miss it. Yeah, no, that's that's, exactly, that's yeah. good. That's good. So you have a game today? No, tomorrow. Tomorrow, they be at 5 p.m. Okay. But well, it's going to be warmer tomorrow. Yeah, two games tomorrow. We'll make up from the oh. snow cancellations. Did, are they playing Sunday morning? After evening. I'm, yeah. I'm telling Three you, there are games on Sunday mornings now. Yeah. You mean we couldn't oh, practice baseball? No way. I'm telling you. Well, you couldn't we even do it on Wednesday in the We couldn't even practice baseball on Wednesday evenings. Yeah. Now they're having RA. games on Sunday morning. Yeah, that's Oh, that doesn't even make sense. No, well, it's something wrong about we, that. We've become yeah. decadent or something. Yeah. Y'all could boycott. Brad, lead a boycott. You're a leader. Lead <laughs> well, Tanner, a boycott. Tanner's doing Sunday that. Morning. Tanner won't let his boys play on Sunday morning. Yeah. We haven't had any Sunday games. And actually, Cooper Hoopsters has been great. 
with you know scheduling stuff. Yeah. I think they do a great job of balancing the practice and game load and the times and all that. And it's just you know some of, I got a lot of friends that like literally. You know, every day is a practice. Oh, I know. Or something. And I'm just How like, do they do it? I don't remember. I mean, we had 18 games in the snow cone when I was growing yeah. up. Oh, so maybe, 18 was a bunch. Yeah. You know, maybe you went yeah. in the backyard and played wiffle ball three days a week. And yeah, you did. To hone yeah. your skills. But uh, it's a different world now. It is. They all yeah. got leagues. Well, for those of you who don't know, Brad Ralston, who is a member of the Lubbock ISD Athletic Hall of Honor, was a tremendous pitcher and uh, athlete at Coronado High School and then went on to Texas Tech. Yeah. And had a great career there pitching. And uh, you really mm-hmm. did. Were you? Did you amaze? When it was all over, did you go, I can't believe all that happened? You know, I was still worried I wasn't going to make the high school team whenever <laughs> I got to Coronado, honestly. My dad put it. that in me. You know, yeah. he's like, you know, when you get to high school, it's not guaranteed. You didn't pay an admission to get in, on the team. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man. You know? Everybody doesn't get a T-shirt and a cap in high school. Yeah. yeah. I kept working pretty hard, and it worked out. Well, yeah, it worked out really yeah. good. You had an amazing Here's a career. tradition on this show. Lubbock Sports, a century of champions. And I'm going to read page 59. Okay. Brad Thompson Ralston. Yeah. Coronado High School, Tech Tech, CHS Letterman, two-time All-State. Tech Letterman, honorable mention, academic All-American. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We, we, see, we thought you weren't that smart. <laughs> There's a lot of people that think You're that. about the Brewers. Fooling everybody. LISD Hall of Honor. That's why you hang out with JJ. It makes you look. You're going. Brad's smart. I know how to pick horses. Sure. I know. It. There you go. I heard y'all talking about Dr. Mike Lehman oh. this morning. Dear friend of mine and a partner in a lot yeah. of things. You know, great people helped me do a lot of the things. I mean, him and Mr. Womble and Dr. King and you know Keith McNeese and all these guys. All those like, guys. I mean, it's just it's you know, what a great man and and uh, just. Good grief! You talk about yeah. picking horses. He was good at it, and uh, and I tr- try to follow in those footsteps. It's hard to believe. I still can't hardly even f- stop to think that Doctor Mike's gone. Yeah. It's just almost incomprehensible that he's not. I was here. thumbing through my phone the other day because I don't delete. You know me; I'm a hoarder. I don't delete much. And I had a message from Doctor Mike, and it's when we were on the show and we were talking about yeah. something. We said, "Hey, That's let's right. call Mike and get the answer while we were on the show." Yeah, and he was out front working in the yard. And he, Call back and left a Without message. his shirt on, smoking a so cigar. I listened to him, yeah, <laughs> or a pink shirt. Yeah, smoking a cigar. He so was anyway. he was a unique guy. He was at Monterey when I was there. He's a couple of years older than me, but uh, that's how long it goes back. And he, an amazing guy. He and Coach Mahaka became dearest of friends. I mean, he loves sports. so close. And of course, you played for Coach Dudley. I did. It was one of our. Uh, you know what an honor to get to play for a guy like Coach Dudley. Yeah, he was great. You know, uh, Dudley was just. Again, special man to me, big part of my life. Uh, you know, he can pick up the phone anytime and call me, and yeah, and, uh, I'm going to do whatever I can for him. Well, that's good to know because yeah. we're going to need more sponsorships. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're in. I want to tell you, you've been good, and that's the thing you, you got to know about Brad and this, this team of guys that he works with. They support our community. You guys, y'all aren't just out there just trying to see what you. Y'all are giving back to the community, and that that's greatly appreciated. I'll tell you. You bet. It's important to us. It's part of our DNA, and and uh, keep doing it. Yeah. Well, y'all are awesome. You've helped the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and so many different things that you do. Gary, you wander off. We're not through yet. <laughs> well, JJ looked lonely over there, so oh, I, I went and hung with JJ for a second. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's so many things going on in South Lubbock, and this Red Feather Golf Course is going to be what an addition. I mean, that, that oh. I, you drive out there now, and you're going. This is still Lubbock. 
It's, it's hard to believe. Well, Brad said pictures, and I'm looking at the pictures going, this thing's actually going to happen. You know, yeah. you hear it, you hear about it for a year, year and a half, two years, and then all of a sudden they start moving dirt around a little bit. Crap, it's, it's not It looks far like a golf off. course. Yeah, how far off are we? We're opening in July, so oh, wow. this year. So we've got about three holes left to, to sod. That'll start on May 1st. We've got, uh, what, three greens left to seed, which the super triple uh, seven bent grass, like these new super bents. Yeah. Come in so fast and so good and so pure and so they're good. They they they're good for this part of the country. Oh, bent grasses! You can't get better climate than this to grow bent good. grass. And and uh, you know, especially these super bents, which is just newer and newer and newer strains that they keep crossbreeding. And uh, and so we're excited about it. It's going to be in immaculate shape. It's one of the things we're going to hang our hat on is to have uh, strive to have perfect conditions. And, yeah, and it's obviously difficult with Mother Nature and all that, but. We feel like we've got a great solution for good quality. Where's water. the nearest course around here that has bent grass greens? Uh, Love bent grass. Club. Oh yeah, yeah. Bent grass greens at Lubbock Country. Club. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And hillcrest. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say I mean, everybody Phoenix. Puts, everybody puts bent grass in here because yeah, it's just it's, it's got to be hardy. But yeah. greens are hard to keep. You know, at Lubbock, you're very well aware. You know, we have trouble that the dies in the parts of it, and they have to resod it. And yeah, what, and they no talk. Comment. Well, it's yeah, just hard to watch low areas. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just hard to do, and the, and then we're cutting down trees because if you have too much shade, yeah. I mean, it's a it's hard. It, it, this isn't oh, easy to do. Speaking of trees, yeah. see, yeah. Lubbock Country Club was built at a place that, of course, is built hundred years ago too. Yeah, but where trees were, weren't many trees on that lot that y'all, yeah, are building red feathers. So yeah. what are y'all doing with trees? Yeah, so we bought some adjacent land that has about 200 uh, 30-year-old-plus mature trees that we're going to spay in and put all over the course. So oh. in a combination of this year and next year, uh, we will have spayed over 200 trees and moved them onto the course. course. Now, it's not going to be tree-lined fairways. We don't want tree-lined fairways. We want strategic trees in certain areas, and then we'll have clumps and groves of trees to separate some of the holes that, yeah. uh, ah. that have certain. It just gives it some, frames it up a little can bit. Can we hit them still? If we, it, you can hit them We're going to sure. try to hit them. Yeah. Gary, we try <laughs> to hit the trees. <laughs> yeah, I'll hit them for sure. I know you can hit them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we'll hit them. I, yeah, now then, J.J. Colleen's joining us sort yeah, of. We're talking golf. So good over here, JJ. Look, so we can see. Everybody knows me. Knows I don't know much golf. So, well, we we're uh, it's good over here a little bit more. Are you on TV? There you are. Oh, there, there you are, JJ. He's got that flat bill going on. That's like cool, yeah, we'll isn't talk it? Talk about that later. It's Love. not cool, but it, I I try to look cool. Oh yeah, it's uh good to have you here with us today. We're Thanks. talking golf and, yeah, and trees. I didn't know you could move that old of a tree. Oh yeah, I mean they do it all the time at, at Tech and. You know, yeah, you got to know what you're doing. You got to have a big enough tree spade, and there's not one big enough in Lubbock, Texas, right now to do this. So we're actually buying our own and uh, oh. learning how to operate it. And, and so it's a learning how to operate. Yeah, <laughs> our guys are our guys are pretty mechanically inclined. I, if you're on Twitter, I know most of you aren't. It was a pretty cool uh, video out yesterday of us installing this giant wet well that's going to run our river because we're going to have an actual creek running through the golf course on that touches about four holes and recirculates through two lakes that we're going to have. And it's going to be really cool, uh, really something that's – Now, when you say river, yeah, how wide is it? You need to come out and look at it. It's it's going to be meaningful. I bet it's – Good. It's not like the little across. stream. No. I mean, you'd, you'd struggle to jump across it. Don't yeah. don't try to do it. I, I didn't know what to expect, really. But, yeah, like Brad was saying out there yesterday, we 18 was our last hole to get shaped, essentially. Everything else was shaped. So 
uh, we went out there and looked at it, and 18's got this really cool creek. It kind of meanders through multiple holes, but it's it's wide. I mean, it's pretty wide. It comes into play, and, and uh, 18th hole is kind of an elevated second shot, but you'll see the creek kind of flowing down. Um, it, it looks cool. It'll be uh, it'll be natural looking though. I know that yeah. sounds that sounds weird. A natural looking creek in a in a you know cotton field that was just flat at one point, but with the boulders, rocks, things like that, it'll look like something that's just naturally flowing into in between a few holes. How fun has this been to do? That stuff y'all talking about, I would think this would be so fun just to design it and watch it come to life like it's doing. You know, it's fun. It's stressful, for yeah. sure. It's expensive. It's expensive. You know, That's got to uh, be the stressful part. I mean, How much? Yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, something that, that we're going to be proud of that I hope is here whenever, you know, Garrett's having kids and, and playing golf and taking yeah. his kids out there and some of the guys that help us be the foundation of this and get started, that, you know, that story will last 100 years and yeah. people's – Kids and grandkids will be out there and enjoy it, and I think Lubbock's ready for it. Just the, as fast as we're growing, and you know, Lubbock is not stopping growing. The every sign looks like this, going you know the good yeah. direction, and and, uh, and so we feel like we're our location's in a great spot. We're going to put a great product on the ground and just have a lot of fun. You know, I mean, really, yeah. like we've got a great. You no, know, we had a happy hour the other night down at the West Table for. Uh, our members that have joined, which is over a hundred now. And, really? And before we're open, I think that's pretty good. Is it? Is it uh, cheaper to join now? It's not. No, oh, it's, it's not. only going to get more. I mean, it's only going to get more expensive. I yeah, can tell it you will that. get more expensive. Yeah. And uh, and uh, but you know, it was, it was an incredible turnout, and I'm just looking around, and I'm going. I don't, I don't know a lot of these people, and I loved that because we yeah. met them. You know, it was it proved to me that it's not just my circle of friends that thought this was a good idea. People are actually joining. Calling us, we've got members as far as Jacksonville, Florida, all the way to Arizona already. So How about it's, that? it's incredible. Uh, so the response has been great. JJ's done a fantastic job getting the word out on social media, just his golf presence. It's amazing how much. Uh, interaction he still has with a lot of the pros that you and I would all recognize. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's just been fun. It's been really organic. You know, we're not trying to force the issue on uh, what it's going to be. We're trying to let put a great golf course on the ground, have a vision, and then kind of let it happen through, through yeah. our people and our architects. It, will this be the kind of course that we could host a major PGA event someday? No, not no. that, not like that. It's 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 going to be great golf, right? It's going to be great golf, but it's yeah. not going to be long enough for okay. a major championship. Uh, we wouldn't have the spectator space for which is the number one thing when you're yeah. looking at hosting majors. You got to be able to have you know hundreds people of thousands stand of around. people yeah. standing around, and and that's not it. This is going to be for the members. It's going to be an everyday golf course that uh, we hope is fun to play. That's very challenging from the back and. Uh, very playable from the front tees, and and so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. How many holes have water on them? Let's see, 13, one. Yeah, 13, 13, one, three, 14. I mean, there's somewhere where the water is more of you know, it, it's just something kind of cool to look at feature wise, and then there's multiple holes where it's really in play. Yeah. So I mean, for example, like that creek or river we were talking about uh, a couple minutes ago, that is definitely in play on the 18th hole. That's kind of the signature part of the hole, but then it kind of meanders past the first tee uh, into, but I guess you can hit it in there on the first tee, but that would be a top. You've got bigger issues if you lose a ball in the creek on the first hole. So some of it is just looking, you know, making us feel yeah, bad. It, it, it's cool to see it. And then some holes you can definitely hit it in there, but, yeah. but I mean, the main, the main um, 
you know, really hazards, if you want to call them on the courses, it's meant to look like you're driving kind of through the West Texas canyons, just uh, east of here, really, yeah. like down 114 or whatever on the way to DFW. So we have these huge barrancas, mesas, whatever you want to call them, and um, they'll have native fescue, some trees in them. So it'll, you know, just really cool canyons and features and things like that. that that's the biggest, uh, you know, area you can get in trouble. But the fairways are massive, huge, huge fairways. It's meant to, you know, we know it gets windy out here firm and fast. So yeah. the fairways kind of shrink, even though they're they're big. But we've got that uh, zoysia grass. I know you all have been out there and seen it, but it's even in the wintertime, it goes dormant. But it's got a great kind of structure where it's still kind of hitting off of a mat. So, I mean, it's the, the course will look, you know, couple canyons brad actually brad pretty much designed the 10th hole we were having issues seeing what what we would do there because we were running into a deal with our halfway house things like that and uh it's kind of a risk reward but it's what is it probably 40 feet down from the green into yeah, a canyon oh, yeah oh, really it'll look like all these west texas canyons that have kind of been there for a hundred years when you when you That's play amazing. it but obviously it was a flat cotton field of, you know just over a year ago that is amazing yeah, it's cool. It's really the only change I made on the course. Like I stayed out of the architect's way. Yeah. And, but this was they were trying to figure something out, and I'm like, why don't we just hang it out over here, and uh, you know, and hang it yeah. over this cliff where you have this really cool risk reward. You got a wedge in your hand, but you better hit the green. Yeah. Or yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. What's on the other side of the green? A backstop. Yeah. It's fair. It's really fair. It's a backstop. You can roll it back down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you climb down into the canyon and play it, or is it just you're not going to want to do that? No. And yeah, no. move on. Yeah, you're going to encourage drops and move on. Yeah, you're about ten steps from a beer over the green in case you delete too many balls into the canyon. So you're in good shape there. <laughs> so go get, use more clubs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, a six, take yeah. a six and go to the drink shop. Of course, when, right. when you top it, it doesn't matter what club you had, <laughs> and we do that. We do All that right. a bunch. All right, we're going to come back with more. I don't, what are we doing, Gary? That's I'm uh, say bye to Garrett. Garrett, Garrett we appreciate you. Wave at all in. the women out there. They want to see you. All right, we'll be right back. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. All right, Leftwich Chapman, Florin America. They're at 4517 50th Street. Every kind of flooring you're looking for, they will take care of you. And out on the patio, 123rd Slide Road. I'm sure Brad knows about this place. Because it's uh, got the finest in patio furniture. It's out, near the, out near the golf the course. <laughs> it, it is the best. I mean, it ain't even close no. how good they are. And then Radio Lab, that's Jeff Griffith. And their 75th anniversary. I can't believe they've been here that long. 4902 mm. 50th Street. And big name appliances and TVs and what you're looking for. And you'll love working with these people. They'll help you get installed, the whole deal, at Radio Lab. Go see them at 4902 50th Street. All righty. Hey, real quickly. Max Homa earned $1.6 million for winning the Farmers. Then on Monday, he won $677 at the Muni course in his hometown on the Skins game. <laughs> Did you? That's it. All right. It now, right, on Mondays, are you still going and, and qualifying for? Well, no, I, I'm not. But when I was, you know, it's kind of like a status thing. If you have full status and you're able to play on tour or whatever, you don't have to do those, which is great. But that Monday is usually guys' day off, travel day, whatever. But, you know, obviously he was feeling it, so he might as well pepper <laughs> some guys that are strapped for cash. You might as well beat them out of their money for the extra <laughs> well, six seventy seven. You do it. that, don't you, JJ? I mean, if I could, if I could, I would have actually, I've actually played in that before. It's at a place called Papago. I got a bunch of buddies that still live in Arizona. And 
it's an intense skin ga- skins game because there's so many pros in Arizona like yeah. trying to make it or whatever. And then the the big time guys play because they're just playing with their buddies and don't really care what they shoot and end up beating everybody regardless. So, well, I, I just thought that was fascinating that he'd go play play yeah, with awesome. the guys. <laughs> I know, That's but, it. But right uh, after he won the big tournament, yeah. So anyway, pretty cool. Think, uh, JJ's yeah. only PGA Tour shows or events and majors now. Yeah, just a, yeah. I'm either in the event or, or or I'm not going. Basically, no more qualifiers for me. Okay. That's right. it. It, it, but I mean, that's that's strictly so. I in the Byron Nelson again, which is awesome this year, and then we have a little qualifier deal for PGA guys for the PGA Championship. So, I just play in the majors, Gary. That's it. <laughs> so you're playing the you play the Masters. Well, well, to be determined on that. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like I don't like my chances. Depends on how he does with the Byron Nelson. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, don't, don't necessarily like my chances. Yeah, Sorry, don't when is the Byron like Nelson? It. Uh, it's always uh, I don't know the exact dates, but it's usually about the first to second week of of May. Yeah, it's all right. That week of May twelfth, I think. All right. Well, Brad let you off in April to go play. Sort of. If you think I ever know where he is, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, he, that goes for any of my folks. <laughs> he can people can find me on social media, so I can't hide. I can't hide too easy. But we that's that's how he probably checks in on me, I guess, every now and again. <laughs> Brad asked me if we had Twitter that, that, that we they they do something yeah. with our Twitter. <laughs> no, got Twitter. Well, I've got it. I'm I, but I don't know why my name is like at DT twenty two. I don't know. Yeah. I wonder can I just use my name? Is that not acceptable? You can use it. It just has to start with the at thing, but you can use your name. Oh, DT it can be at David Tedford. At yeah. David. Tedford. As long as there's not another one in the world, if you yeah. can't you can't snipe someone Somebody else's identity. Oh. Yeah. But y'all do a lot of Twitter. Yeah. yeah. What's what's cool about social media, not like now, but in the last ten years or so, is it's basically free advertising, and it reaches such a large platform. Yeah. You know, before you had to do all these other, all these other things to kind of figure it out, but like instantly, people around the world can see something, and you can communicate with them in almost real time. Yeah. So um, the golf course part for us has been really really cool social media wise because. I've never built a golf course. I know Brad hasn't like, and a lot of people out there following us, you know, have no idea what, what it takes. So Garrett Holt, our super, his team, things like that. We try to keep people updated along the way of the, of the process. And we've gained memberships throughout it without a doubt, but also people are, they're entertained. Like they're like, that's so cool. You know, flat yeah. cotton field, all, all, all of this. And uh, they're able to check out the progress. It's awesome. All right. Then go to Twitter. Yeah. At Red well, feather. So our Twitter is Red Feather GC. So at Red Feather GC, and it's the same for okay. Instagram, just another social media platform. Uh, Twitter's Twitter's more kind of uh, littered with with a lot of uh, other things where you can you know post a bunch, people bouncing back and forth. But Instagram is a lot of photos and and uh, things like that. But we still we still post um, we post try to do something every single day just so people can yeah. can check it out and they want to see it they're like oh i haven't seen you know this in a while what are they up to all that i think that's why i've avoided twitter is that, that bouncing things that, back and forth that and yeah that's it, it. Say, oh people, yeah people get so negative <laughs> but yeah people lose their mind for sure half of them are just living in their mom's basement yelling at people but hey that's the way that's the way it is yeah i can't help it that's how that's how it works yeah it, you got freedom of speech right or we well, i guess yeah, so well, tell be. us how you got Red Feather. How you how you came up with Red Feather as the name for people that don't know. Man, it's a long yeah. story, but I have a lot of Cherokee in my family tree, right? And, and uh, 
That's they're, they're they're listening. That's yeah. Yeah. You and you and that senator from whatever. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth yeah, Warren. yeah, yeah. Pocahontas. <laughs> and uh, I don't claim, you know, I'm not not registered. If anybody hasn't ever read about the Dosrolls, go read about the Dosrolls, and, and yeah, you'll, it's a pretty fun read and huh. piece of history that uh, will open your eyes a little bit. But um, anyway, uh, there's a there's a legend of this Chief Red Feather that that had this vision of this utopia, and all his people followed him over there, and. And that was really where we got. And I wanted to do this big headdress and honor kind of that part of my, you know, yeah. family history. And then about that time, the Redskins and the Indians start getting canceled. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we better, <laughs> better lay, low better lay off of that. So the real story is that we were going to kind of have an Indian headdress type theme and, and all that. And, uh, and then we decided against it because of. Yes. The cancel culture got you. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, afraid you know, gonna I made a business you. decision. Right. Yeah. And, and so we ended up, uh, going with the big rooster which is kind of taking off yeah yeah that's that's really a great logo you've yeah, come up you. with yeah. it really is and yeah. uh well that's a good story it is story and it wasn't that long i'm sure there's a lot more to it and thank there's you for not making it. it long because yeah. we're only on two hours today <laughs> but uh, anyway that's uh and we're so excited to see uh, you, you guys have got to be amazed every day when you get out there and you drive and you look and you go this is this is happening this is amazing uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and it's I'm amazed every time that uh, people bring it up in front of me. It's amazing, you know. I love answering the questions. I get it 15 times a day, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you're out there every day, or and and I'm not out there every day. I'm probably out there every two weeks right now. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I get updates every day. I know what's going on, and it's, you know, watching it actually get shaped and watching it. Uh, you know, just the creativity of the architects and these architects, by the way, King Collins Golf. Is, have just been phenomenal you know um they got great vision they are hot right now they just landed another project uh in tennessee that they're going to do uh they just finished one in uh Landman called landman in nebraska it's it got voted by golf digest it's the number one course uh new course in in america this year oh wow and uh or maybe the world i can't remember but yeah so they course, did them a better job than y'all <laughs> or well, y'all I mean, would be number one. Well, they were public course, yeah. and it was last oh, year. So okay. like, we'll open this year. Yeah, but we got. Not open. <laughs> but just just through those guys having uh, being our architects, we've got Raiders calling us. We've got magazines reaching out to us that want to come see it and follow it. Raiders that want to play it, and uh, and so we're excited. We think we're going to open up with some recognition. I've had a stated goal that I wanted to have a top ten course in Texas. Yeah, uh, you know they say that's. I'm setting my sights too low, but I'm going to start there, and I think that'd be a huge accomplishment. What's the number one course in Texas? Uh, it's typically Whispering Pines, and okay. then uh, you know, where's that? On, I, I probably should know. Houston but. area, yeah, Houston, Houston area. area. Yeah. Okay, and then you know, you got Blue Jack National in there. You've got uh, Dallas National. Dallas National is usually I played Dallas two. National. Yeah, I have played that one. Yeah. Sam's a member there, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he that's took me I down can, there one time with Doctor Layman. Yeah, oh, is that right? Yeah, well, yeah. Mikey oh, likes wow. going there. Yeah. He, yeah. Mikey, he loved the the honor system that they had at the drink shack where you're just going to get whatever you want. And he comes out and says, honor system, bad idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had four hot dogs and ten drinks. Yeah. So we're real excited about our architects. They've brought us a lot of national recognition in the golf world, yeah. and we hope that translates into the golf community. Man, this, that's quite a goal y'all have. I mean, to thank you. You know, you would have never thought in Lubbock, Texas, that something like this could happen because we have the weirdest weather. Yeah. And the wind blows, and it's hot and dry, and and y'all have just created this masterpiece out there. Well, we're excited about it. You know, it's it's uh, 
a great compliment. Ted and Ross Rushing came out and looked at it the other day, and you know, Ted was a pretty much a visionary, I think, or mm-hmm. you know, in, yeah. in Lubbock and development and understanding yeah. trends. And you know, he's standing in the middle and he's got his arms crossed and he's looking around and he says, "Man, he's like, you should be proud. This is this yeah. is amazing." And uh, yeah. and so you know, I, I take that from people that have been there, done it, risked capital to do things like this, and and uh, you know. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a great encouragement and, and he's like, wow, this is impressive. I know people can't get out there and drive their cars and stuff, but if people drive by, just tell the general public if they just wanted to drive by and look at it from the streets or. Well, you can't really see it from the street. Uh, it's 146 much. in Quaker, but it's really set down and, yeah. you know, so we've dug down, we've got a 50 foot hole in the middle of it where we're storing our water. So we can't. I was wondering how is the off. hole? Is it full? It's not full. We need a rain just like everybody yeah. else. But, I mean, we've still got about 18, 20 million gallons of water in it. Uh, oh we have gosh. another pond with about 6 million gallons. But that will hold up to about 200 million gallons. In that Do you seal lake. it under the bottom of the of the hole? To we have two, we'll through. have two lakes that are sealed and one that's not. But when we dug down to it, we hit rock. And so it's, oh. it's really not going to go anywhere. Um, right, before so, we leave water, you're talking about a river. A river has to originate somewhere for the river to flow is this going to flow or is it going to be sort of a stagnant no it'll flow it'll you'll hear it where's the water come from well we're recirculating it so our good friends at simple so we're obviously using pumps we're obviously losing using pumps to move it around yeah and uh and the pickerings have been great supporters of the course they've all of a good golf family a good golf family um, and so we're excited about, you know, the, the tools and the technology that we have on our pumps and the, mm-hmm. and the, uh, to make it work. And well, those so, would be the best pumps in the world. I best would pumps in the world. Yeah. I mean, and uh, I mean, they really are. So we're starting out with, you know, and that's the one thing that is going to help our success is we're gonna have all new irrigation equipment though. You know, it's amazing how computer driven irrigation is now and mm-hmm. how to get accurate, not just get water on the course but get water on the course where you want it in the right amounts and at the right times all right and, i don't want to dwell on cost too much but you're talking about water and you're talking about keeping a course in west texas mm-hmm. wet and evenly those sprinkler heads y'all got how much are they each six hundred dollars a piece six i tell people each. that and they yeah, just look at me like unbelievable yeah and that's that's what I try not two to years think. Ago. I don't know what they are now. Yeah, I try not <laughs> yeah. to think about it as six hundred a piece, and I try to think it of it as in the, the our irrigation costs X. And like, yeah. it's easier yeah. for me to get my my head around the X. And the, but they're computerized, aren't they? I mean, they are. Each set is on its own circuit, so we can turn one sprinkler on. There's algorithms in the background if you want to use them that can you know because think about it, if you have a hundred and eighty degree head versus a ninety degree head. The yeah. 180 degree head has to run twice as long to get the same amount yeah. of water on a space that's 90 degrees. So it takes all these calculations. Uh, you know, we we've measured every angle uh, that we want each head to throw, which is all things you can do when you don't have play on the course right now. Yeah. If you're going and trying to do this on a course that has play, it takes you forever, right? And you're yeah. in people's way, and so we're trying to get it all right on the front end, so that so that we. Uh, this is complicated. It, it's I mean it is it a really wild is. wild deal that you just think you roll out some grass, put some water on it, and that's not it. No, no. But somebody at home, and and it's probably not going to be you, and it's probably not going to be JJ. But somebody at home, you get a good rain that night. Somebody at home can go, no, no watering today, no watering right this minute. Right. Or they could go, hey, let's turn it on. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah the, the um, you're you're able to uh, 
and, and Garrett Holt kind of showed me the system and the, there's one hole left to irrigate in some practice areas, but there's kind of like a hub where all of the, um, like on site that requires Wi-Fi for the whole irrigation system. But on your phone through the app and login and all that, if, if you're anywhere in the world, you can monitor it as long as you have a cell signal. So he can be in any part of the world and turn on specific sprinklers in Lubbock, Texas. So how many, sprink yeah. how many sprinklers are there? I don't know a lot. I think it's like seventeen hundred or eighteen hundred heads. <laughs> you gotta know which one you're turning yeah. on. Well, yeah. and we <laughs> we yeah. irrigated a lot of areas too. We irrigated a lot of areas. Some courses wouldn't, which you know obviously was more expensive, but it'll save us in the long run. It'll help establish like our roughs and fescues, things like that, that some places might just hope grow mm -hmm. uh, with seasonal rain. But, you know, our intent was was to get everything uh, grown in as soon as possible. So, I mean, there's these huge holes you see, there's a good chance that they have multiple kind of irrigation heads in them. And that'll just help us make sure it always looks nice uh, the whole year. When I, when I was coaching, I just had that little bitty baseball field because we didn't have turf to, mm -hmm. to take care of. Full-time <laughs> deal just to keep that little bitty thing. I can't even imagine yeah. an 18-hole golf course trying to take care of that. Yeah. How many employees are y'all going to have? Uh, we'll have a staff of about 19 on the greens crew, I think. is the. Well, you better the have 19 workers. Cause yeah, that's... Well, we've got good guys. We've got guys from prestigious clubs like Shady Oaks and Dallas National that have moved to Lubbock here to be on this, uh, on our work with us and yeah. give them a chance. And, you know, we're paying uh, – good salaries we're giving them freedom uh you know one thing i don't do is get in the way so these guys are like they get their own playground right and yeah and they're and, and so there's buy-in there and i mean our, our superintendent garrett holt and yeah. and uh carson and nick i mean they've just been incredible at, like i mean these guys are workers they are getting their hands dirty every single yeah. day they're in the mud and and uh it's it's cool to watch, and, and they've actually become really good friends, family friends. My daughter, Vivian, who I need to say hi to, uh, and, you know, his daughter, Brent, are, are great friends, and Brian, and his wife, Carrie, and, and Lee have gotten to know each other a little, and, you know, JJ and his wife, Tasha. I mean, it's just fun. It's become a family, as you can imagine, yeah. going through a process like this and all yeah. the challenges and benefits that come with it. We're just – we're really excited. It's a family uh, family event and, and couldn't be it's happier. so great, y'all. It really, no, it is. really is. Y'all need to get. Can y'all stick around a little longer? We don't have about ten, do we? I can no. stay as long as you need to. We got yeah. Curtis yeah. Alexander coming in at ten twenty, so you could yell at him. Yeah, he's an umpire. Yeah, we could. Oh, I know. Well, he's <laughs> I know. You're very familiar. <laughs> that was a strike. Oh. <laughs> you're very familiar, aren't you? <laughs> but, well, you're uh, you're fairly level-headed guy. You probably didn't have much trouble with umpires, did you? No, nah, they did always stare them me down the when you're pitching. Yeah, you, you threw strikes. Yeah, you I threw strikes. Almost strikes. I never did yeah, figure out Almost strikes, yeah. 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 Those were fun days at Techworth and Brett. Y'all were good. Yeah, we've reached number one in the nation a couple times, won some Big 12 championships. Yeah. So that was a lot we'll, of fun. Let me talk about that in a minute. Yeah. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.